This is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 57, Memory Resilience Series, Creative Ways to Capture Travel Memories. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? I am very excited about this episode today. Back on the first episode of the year, episode 55, which was called Remember, I shared with you my goal of the year is to share more tips about memory resilience, which is what I defined as being ways we can build our cognitive reserve by strengthening our memory. As I said, I'd be sharing with you tips and ways you can improve your memory and create better memories. Because the more we do for our memory, the more pathways we create in our brain. And we want to create those pathways to build up our cognitive reserve. Now, one great way to build up cognitive reserve is something that we talked about in episode 38 is through travel. So today, I am marrying all my passions together, travel, memory, neuroplasticity, and family. I am a multi passionate person. I have a ton of interest. So you already know about my love affair with the brain. I also have another love affair with anything self-development. I also love all things investment and real estate and anything travel related. And of course, I love my husband. I love my family, all those things. But throughout my life, I have actually worn different hats. When I first graduated university, I actually worked for a bank for several years, and as part of my job, I did some investment advising. Then I decided to go back to school to become a speech pathologist, and I've been playing with the brain for over 23 years. But along the way, I also picked up other interests in real estate, and that has been a huge side passion for me, as well as travel. I am hugely passionate about travel. In fact, I even started my own travel company, and I had that for a couple of years. So interestingly, when I decided to start my travel company, I was waffling back and forth between starting that travel company or becoming a full-fledged life coach and starting my own life coaching company. Well, I decided to do the travel business. I did that. I liked it. There were a few things that I wasn't crazy about, and in the end, I decided that life coaching is where my heart was at. So I love to try new things. I love all the people I have met, all the things I have learned when I try new things. I I love just learning and creating, and it's great for my brain. When I ran my travel company, I spent a lot of time creating amazing itineraries for families to go on trips to create incredible memories. I knew that for my own family, travel has been a huge part, and some of our most precious memories came from our trips. So I spent a lot of time helping others create those trips too. Based on my experience with my own travels and feedback from others, I pulled together some creative ways to build travel memories for your family through travel, and I wanted to share them with you today. I think it's so important to try to create as many memories as you can. I like to think that we're creating the movie or the show that we're going to be able to play back to ourselves later on in life. And I know for me, I want to be able to choose from many episodes. 
I need to then create those episodes now. And I want to really create some fun ones to be able to reminisce on. So I want to make sure that I am maximizing my travel experiences. And I think this is the perfect time, as I know in the past couple of years, many of us have longed and craved travel. And I know that we're still in a little bit of an iffy situation, but many of us are hoping that this year will be a year that we're going to be able to do a lot more travel. So I thought we might as well plan to get the most out of our trips, anticipating the memories that we can create for them. Today, I am going to talk to you about creating these travel memories. All right. So I want you to really think about this. One of the best investments you can make in yourself and your family is actually travel, not only for the cognitive reserve that we talked about in episode 38, it's huge, but also for your relationship building and your connections with people. It also helps you build your perspective and help increase your awareness, help you to become more diverse and culturally inclusive. So many benefits, including building these lifelong memories. Now we can be honest that sometimes these memories are fleeting. We may remember that we had a great time. We may remember a special moment here or there, but often our memories fade and are just replaced with only what we remember from the occasional picture that we happen to have posted on Instagram. I want to live in anticipation of the memory. So what I mean is I want you to remember more than just what the few pictures that you've posted on Instagram. These pictures are a fantastic way to capture memories. You need to also find ways to showcase these pictures and not just have them sit on your phone and never look back on them. But when you combine things like photos with other things, your memories can become simply golden. So I'm going to share with you today a list that I've compiled of things that you can do before you travel, things you can do during your travel, and things that you can do after a trip to help preserve all those memories, give them a place in your heart, your mind, and your home forever. All right, so let's get started. The first thing, what can you do before you travel? Like I said, you want to live in anticipation of the memory, meaning you're going to be creating memories. So what can you do to make sure that those are going to be the best memories that you create? The first thing you can do is you can prime your memory. Yes, basically what that means is you can get your brain ready to store all those incredible moments. So here's what you can do. The first thing, you can create a music playlist. Music helps you anchor memories. Ask whoever you're traveling with what their favorite songs are and put them on a list that you play over and over while you're away. Then, while you are away, every time you hear a new song played locally, you can then add it to your list. When you get home, whenever you play the list, you'll be flooded with everyone saying, oh, I remember listening to this song when this was such a great idea that we did when we did a family trip back in 2014 with my brother and his kids and wife, as well as some friends. We got everyone to participate and include their favorite song. And it was super fun because <laughs> we saw the different variety of music that people had. But now when I play that list or a song from that list, right away, all my kids are like, oh, that's our Lake Powell list. So it is a great thing to anchor music to memory. So that's the first thing you can do. The second thing to do is do some research. So I know that many of us will pick up a guidebook, scan it ahead of time, but I'm going to 
encourage you to go a little bit deeper and even include whoever you're traveling with, especially if you're traveling with kids. With our kids, we always used to assign them a different topic to research, whether it be a certain landmark, a museum, an area, or a historical fact. And then we would set aside a night to present to each other. When we arrived at the destination, we then had a specialist, and everyone tends to engage much more because they are now experiencing what they've already learned. And I also found that this really helped build the excitement and anticipation for the trip, and it made everybody feel included and involved. The third thing you can do ahead of time is plan a surprise. In your research, you may want to find something really cool that you can check out. So why not make it a surprise for the rest of your group? Perhaps it's a cooking class or backstage passes to an event or a hot air balloon ride. Whatever it is, go in and try to figure out what could be something that could be super special that nobody will know about that I'll plan. Because a surprise is a novel item. Anything that is novel to the brain becomes very memorable. The fourth thing is just planning in general. It's a great thing to do to anticipate the memories. Read reviews of a few great restaurants to go to and book them ahead of time. The other thing is you want to have a nice mix between planning and leaving things spontaneously. Some of the best memories are the ones that are made when you just stumble upon the quaintest restaurant or the quirkiest city corner. So you want to plan some unscheduled time. So don't book every moment because you want to leave some room for the travel magic to happen. And the fifth thing you can do is don't forget about the basics. Make sure you have all your equipment ready that you need, especially for photos, chargers, memory cards, a mini tripod if you want that. Check your camera before you go to to make it work. I can't tell you how disappointed I was. We started off an epic Norwegian trip to see the Northern Lights only to find out that my camera shutter was broken. I was so mad at myself for not checking the obvious things ahead of time. So make sure you check things ahead of time. So those are some things that you can do beforehand as part of your planning that will help you anticipate what memories you want to create. Now, once you're on the trip, I want to remind you that the palest ink is better than the strongest memory. And what that basically means is we think that we're going to remember things in such great detail. Our memory is not that great. Writing things down is key. I personally love to write. I love to write a travel journal. I bring a travel journal with me. You can do it on your phone too. I don't always write like long paragraphs. Sometimes it's random sentences. Sometimes it's a list. Sometimes it's just words. And if you don't like writing, try to just keep like a running, I'll call it a memory list on your phone. You can refer to it later if you do decide to write a travel journal or it can serve as a journal itself. Blogging is another great way to capture it all. You can put in pictures and stories and hotel and restaurant details. My desire to document is almost as strong as my desire to travel. So I end up doing a lot of travel journaling and blogging, each one from a different perspective, but it's a great way during to capture the memories. Another thing that you can do during is think about what you're purchasing. So most people spend a bit of time and a bit of money doing some type of souvenir shopping, but sometimes it can feel overly touristy and it can get expensive. So many people arrive home with things that look so great in the market, but ridiculous in their home. 
one way to prevent yourself from buying items that you totally regret is to shop with a theme. So to start some type of collection, perhaps you can decide to collect spoons or placemats or pins or candles or Christmas ornaments. That's a big one that we decided to start to collect. Then when you go shopping, you can purchase things with a purpose and then come home with something that will remind you of each trip. Another idea is to purchase practical things. For example, I like to purchase kitchenware. So I love being able to pull out my salad tongs from Africa or my apron from Italy and to use them on a daily basis. It's much better than something that just sits on a shelf and collects dust. So be very purposeful in the kind of purchases you want to make that are going to remind you of the trip. All right, another thing that you can do even if you're taking a ton of pictures, or even if you're just taking a few pictures, it's fun to purchase a postcard from the destination where you're at. You can add it to a scrapbook later, or better yet, you can send yourself the postcard. It's fun to see when you get home with it. So keep other little items for a scrapbook too. Tickets, maps, receipts, all these little things that can remind you of the details that you are bound to forget. But if you have something physical, then later on that will trigger a part of your memory that will recognize it. So it's just serves as another memory cue. All right. Another thing that we can do during the trip that I have found to be super fun is doing a food tour. We've done it a couple different ways. We've done it by following a self-guided food tour that we just found on the internet, or we've hired a local guide. In my opinion, it was so worth hiring the local guide. They take you around, they show you hidden gems, they introduce you to local cuisine and encourage you to try things that you probably never would otherwise. They also are able to then share their culture and give some history about what and where you're eating. And I think our food tour memories are some of the best ones. So I really encourage you to do something like that. So those are some areas, ideas of things that you can do during the trip. After the trip, when we come home, there's always a bit of sadness that a trip is finishing, although I'm usually excited to come home too. I love being at home, but there's always a little bit of sadness of, oh, the trip's over. And after you're back into the routine of everyday life, you may want to reflect and solidify some of those memories. So here's some ideas on how to do that. The first thing you can do is do something with your pictures. There are so many options out there. You can make a photo book, old-fashioned with printed pictures or a digital one. It can be just a book of memories that you have on your coffee table to look through throughout the year. But don't just leave your pictures never to be seen again. Do something with them. Another thing you can do is you can make a scrapbook. And I know when I say the word scrapbook, some people cringe because it actually does take a lot of time if you wanted to make something that's super pretty. But sometimes the best books are just thrown together with memorabilia. No reason why you can't just grab a cute journal, grab some glue, and stick things on randomly. You can throw in a few photos, postcards, jot down a few words, or short memories, and then you're done. And it's a really fun book to look through when you're feeling like you want to go back on vacation. Thinking back on your memories helps consolidate and solidify the memories, but thinking back on your memories of a really good time also helps decrease your stress level. So having a book of photos or a scrapbook is a really tangible way that your brain can go to when it's feeling a little bit stressed and it wants a little break. 
if you really don't want to do any scissors, glue, any crafty things, just get yourself a nice box. And actually the box could even be a souvenir that you bring home and create a memory box. Fill it with the ticket stubs, the receipts, the brochures, the maps, even small souvenirs that you picked up like pins or magnets or cards. If the boxes are pretty enough for your home decor, then you may want to showcase them on a bookshelf or an armoire dedicated to travel memories. But you can just throw it together and then the same principle, you want to be reminded of the memory, just open up the box and start going through it. The fourth thing you can do, this is one of my favorites, is play vacation trivia. And I know it sounds silly, but hear me out because it's really one of our favorite family things. Because what better way to remember the little details than to create a fun game out of it? So when our kids were younger, especially we did this, we would go on road trips and I would pick up some treats and then we would play vacation trivia. And this is where it's super helpful if you have a travel journal to refer to. I would ask about names of places we went to, funny things that happened in certain places, items of food we ate, and you would get like a treat if you got the right answer. And by treat, I would just have like jelly bean or some kind of candy like that. We don't necessarily focus on one vacation. The trivia is about all of our past travels. So it's really a great way to keep the memories alive for years. And it's something we've turned into a tradition. And another sure way to preserve your memories are, of course, creating traditions. The fifth thing you can do is have a flashback night where you spend the night reviewing trip details. You can make a slideshow. You can show some videos, play some trivia, eat something that reminds you of the food you ate on a trip, for example eating some Thai food if you're reliving a trip to Thailand. And it's also great to share with each other the best and worst of the trip, like the best meal, the worst meal, the best drive, the worst drive, the best activity, the worst accommodation. I've actually found that sometimes our worst are actually our best or our funniest memories. So it's good to remind ourselves of this when we go on vacation because things go wrong sometimes. And I always say when things go wrong, it often makes the best memories. So those are some things that I have for you of how you can maximize memories, especially when you are traveling. Again, it's so important for our brain to be introducing new information. It's so important for us to be reviewing that information and to be doing things deliberately to help us store that information. If you want to maximize all your travel experiences, then you do need to deliberately plan for creating and conserving those memories. There are so many things you can do to improve your memory. All these ideas incorporate some of the best memory strategies. I'm going to share a lot more with you about memory in coming episodes, but for now, try a couple of these things out. And if you like these ideas, I did make a fun download that you can use that outlines them all. So you can find a link for the download in the show notes today. Hope that was helpful. I hope that we will all be able to get back out there traveling soon. I can't wait to hear where some people are going. Shoot me an email, leave me a DM, let me know what some of your best memories are for your travel, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.